Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to chase your joy, find alignment, and create a life and a business that you love using actionable methods, interviews, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host, your always hype woman and sometimes ass kicker, Amanda Chills, and I am so proud of you for choosing to step into your power. Come along, we've got dreams to build. Okay, my love, I have put everything that I offer for free on one page so that we are not doing more work than we have to because why would we do that? Hashtag work smarter, not harder. So livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. You are going to find everything I've created for not only leveling up in your personal life and building a life that you love, but leveling up in your business life and building a business that you love. Okay livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. Love you. Okay. Hello, podcast fam. I have got a treat for you today. Candace Drummond out of Florida. So another Florida baby. What's up? I'm here. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for doing early in the morning, by the way. Well, I guess it's like nine, but whatever. Yeah. I like early. (laughs) We'll call it early. Me too. Are you like a gym morning person? Yeah. Yeah. Get up, get some stuff done, get moving. Yeah. Right. Listen, if I go after work, I hit like bro hour. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. (laughs) Bro hour. And it's like all these little, okay, no hate against high schoolers, but like hella shade against high schoolers. Like they don't know what they're doing. They're lifting too much weight. They're always in my way at the squat rack. And I'm like, can you move? Like I can't. And they're always teaching some little girl how to lift. And I'm like, boo, you don't Doing know what wrong. Yes. <laughs> you are lifting wrong. And I'm just like, God bless you. Why, why do we do this? But that's not the point of today. So Candace is a clinical psychologist and a licensed therapist. Hi, you love, love to talk to other therapists. Um, and she, you most often work with moms, helping them not lose their minds. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, Amazing. How did you decide that this is what you want to do? And how did you land with moms? So, um, you know, I've been actually a, in the mental health field for about 17 years. Um, I started out working with kids. Um, and, you know, years and years ago, I, I had so much so much theoretical knowledge about parenting and, <laughs> and, you know, behavior modification and yeah. all of that stuff. And then, you know, COVID hit Yeah, and I had a three-year-old when COVID hit and I was a single mom wow. and um, uh, an entrepreneur. Yeah. And so 24 yeah. seven with my little girl, yeah, like you say, I, I pretty much lost my mind, you know, and, and and I don't know if you know, but kids, they have no boundaries with their moms. Like, Oh, I dad, don't have kids for a reason. Right? Dads <laughs> get off so daughter. easy, but moms, like, they're, they're, they're at the foot of the toilet while you're pooping. They're just <laughs> sitting there like, yeah, so ma, uh, you know, like, <laughs> you're like, like, can I poop alone? And they're like, no. No, no. no. Remember when you watched me poop and you cheered me on? I'm doing right? Right, right. I mean, they have no sense of boundaries, no No, sense of, of, you know, alone time, (laughs) no sense of any of it. So, and so um, you really have to train that. And I realized as a mom, 
and a mompreneur that a lot of times we don't make time for ourselves. We become, you know, robotic almost, you know, Mm -hmm. we have to, we have to do this. We have to do that. We have to be here. We have to be there, you know, all of those things. And, and so I, I point out to people that, you know, heart disease is the number one killer of women. And the number one cause of heart disease is stress. Yeah. So it is not a, a, a big leap to say that women are literally stressing themselves to death. And yes. so, yeah. And I, need- would, I would bet those rates are even higher for women of color and for women in lower income, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. and single moms versus not that, like, you know, having a partner means you have a good partner or exactly. a good parent, but like being a single mom is much harder unless your partner's really shitty, which a lot of dudes are. <laughs> I mean, so then it, it like it, compounds. Yeah. The reality is that, I mean, even if you have, you know, what, what would be purported as a good partner, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, a lot of the times, like you're not getting any support with child rearing activities. Yeah. Um, simply because like I said, it's not socially expected mm-hmm. for the man to really contribute to that. Right. And, you know, men don't have any problems with taking time for themselves. You know, mm-hmm. men have men caves, they've got right. time with the boys, they've got, right. you know, they're study that no one's allowed in, you know, they have all of these, you know, spaces <laughs> and boundaries and things that, like I said, moms, right. we, 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 just, right. we just get. And right. so I, I like to really point out the importance and, you know, just really for women, like I said, women, mompreneurs, entrepreneurs, like it's really important to understand that self-care is not a luxury. It is a necessity. It is self-preservation. Yes. Yes. Hands down. And I find that moms get it the worst. So like women are already socialized to give up their needs for literally everyone. And I live in the South. So I grew up in Florida, but now I live in North Carolina. And let me tell you the culture shock of like people pleasing and socialization of women in the South. I'm like, what fucking planet do you live on? Like it is so damaging. It's so damaging. And then you compound that with like, we're in a, I live in a rural area, so it's very heavily religious, is very heavily like um, uh, WASP, like white Anglo-Saxon Protestant Christian. Mm-hmm. And that messaging is very prevalent as well. Like a woman's place is always a servant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guess who they're serving? The men. Okay? Not to hate on Christianity, but it is built into the tenants. Not to hate on the South, but it is built into the culture here. So I don't think we can talk about like, prioritizing yourself without talking about how we have to undo all of that programming and it's so much and then again compounded by the culture you grew up in if you're a person of color like those things matter and it's so much programming and then you add being a mom where like you have to literally take a back seat because you have to keep a whole human alive right you're not your first priority all the time anymore and then you're just drowning and it's like you're drowning and someone hands you a baby. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, here you go. This, you'll be fine. Yeah. This will be better. This will make it better. This will be better. You're actually drowning, but like, here's a baby. And you're just like, what I need is a life jacket. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you were the life jacket. So how did we get into mom? So you started out working with kids. Yeah, so it was really my own experience with my own daughter that really turned me into, 
you know, like you said, more of the crusading for, for mm-hmm. moms and mompreneurs, because yeah. um, like I said, mm-hmm. I had all this theoretical knowledge, you know, I had all of these yeah. uh, ideas and plans and I, and I figured out which ones actually worked. Yes. Because, yeah. you know, there's some that, that, that look like they should work and. Right. Yeah. But they don't account for reality. Yeah. Exactly. And so I figured out a, a few of these that would really work and got my daughter to, to really, uh, what's the word, buy in to my need for yeah. me time. Oh, we love and that. It does take convincing, right? Because kids exactly. are like, I don't care about you. Not at all. Not <laughs> You're at supposed all. to care about me. <laughs> exactly. I mean, even right now, like my daughter is inside, you know, we've already yeah. had our breakfast time. We've already had some time for us to kind of talk and, you yeah. know, discuss like how she's feeling, what she's planning for the day and all of that. And, <laughs> you know, and so like now when I say, okay, I've got to go be in this meeting, she's like, all right, no problem. You know, yeah. I'm going to go do like, my I'm thing. Busy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are her plans? What What is a five-year-old's plans for the day? Well, yes. Yeah, she's more fun she, than mine. Yeah, she's got big plans. Um, so oh. she's starting out with um, some, some stuff on TV. She's going to be watching, what did she pick this morning? I, I'm not sure, but she's starting out with some stuff on TV. I think Little Mermaid or something. Then she's going to actually not write. Funny. She's going to be drawing a picture about whatever it is that she watches because that's usually the next step because we create these work blocks. So she watches something and then she does like a little project about it. So she'll draw me a picture about it. She'll write me a short story with the words that she she knows how to spell, you know, and she'll 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 do those things. And then um, when my meeting's over, you know, I've got I've got stuff to review you know, hey, trust me, I, I got one. Oh, I used, I love cats, so I know exactly how they are. <laughs> I think people just watch on YouTube for the cat. Like, yeah. like where, where, where is he going? There he is. So she's busy. She's, she's busy. like, I got plans. You, you know what? You do you. I also have work to do. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. How long did it take you like train that? Because she's probably um, five ish now, five or six. She just turned six about two weeks ago. Um, so really it, it only took a couple of days because mm-hmm. the, 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 the tasks and the activities that I, that I present are things she wants to do. Mm-hmm. And so even the ones that she has to wait for, like, okay, after my meeting, yeah. we're going to get to do an even more preferred activity, mm-hmm. you know? And so she's, she's, she, like you said, she is busy being good for this next, you know, preferred activity. Right. And so um, what I did was I actually created a, a list of sample preferred activities by age. And so my Mommy Me Time course is actually listed on my website. Um, and that actually gives you, if you've got little ones, you know, mm-hmm. infants, toddlers, if you've got preschoolers, if yeah. you've got, you know, if you've got high schoolers, even, you know, I always say the, 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 uh, you're so lame, you know, the, the group, you know, like <laughs> we, we even have stuff for them. Okay. You drop me off around the block. Right. <laughs> Right. That's funny. Oh, I love that because I, I think a lot of I like that because it creates a structure that people can then personalize. And I think where a lot of coaches and um therapists as well go wrong is like 
they'll give people answers, but that's not what people need. That's not teaching them to think. That's not teaching them to personalize. It's saying this worked for me, so it'll absolutely work for you. And it's like their life is completely, completely different. Like, you know, you both have a kid, but that's probably where some hilarities end. end. So to give people a framework that they can fill in makes so much more sense. Yeah. So it's like you said, customizable schedule. So we, mm-hmm. it gives you the sample schedule for the yeah. day. So you you can kind of understand how to coordinate what I call the blocks. And yeah. these are blocks of time that, you know, coordinate between you and your child. So it, again, it depends on if you work from home, mm-hmm. if you work outside the home, if you're a stay-at-home mom, yeah. if you're a mom of multiples, if you're a mom of littles, if you're a mom Love of teenagers. It. I mean, all of that is 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 going to be able to be, like you say, uh, customized to your awesome. schedule and what works for you and what's going to be best for you. So do you only do this or do you do like therapy as well? How did you, um, were you like in a therapy realm and you got here? Like walk us through your journey. So um, like I said, I've been in mental health for about 17 years. I started out working with kids and then I went into the prison system and I worked there for about three years. And then I went into substance abuse, residential substance abuse facilities, um, homeless facilities um, for a few years as well. And then I realized that, um, you know, through all those years of doing therapy, I've heard probably close to 10,000 or more stories uh, about people's lives. And I realized that in the beginning of therapy, most people lie. They they don't mean to necessarily, but you 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 present the best version yeah. of yourself. Yeah. And so I would have these 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 situations where I'd be like, you know, working in therapy with somebody for a couple of months, and then they'd come into therapy and they'd be like, you know what, Doc? Um I didn't really tell you the truth about everything it. is actually way more <laughs> dumpster fire than I let on, and you're like, ha ha, yes. And so then we'd kind of have to like, you know, pull back, Mm -hmm. start again, that sort of thing. And so I went back to school to get my doctorate in clinical psychology because uh, testing, psychological testing kind of cuts Mm -hmm. through a lot Mm -hmm. of those three months. You know, you you, you can really kind of get down Mm -hmm. to what is is really the problem and, and all of that and really, really quickly. And so my practice, Avid Intellectual, I opened in 2017, and we do exclusively testing, psychological testing. That's cool. Yeah. I have, so. That's so funny that you do that. I have thought about going back to school. So I have a master's. Um, I thought about going back for clinical psychology because there's actually, there's no one in my entire county that does testing. See? And the people in the, like, the bigger city above us is like three to six to nine months out. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, bro, all I have to do is go to school for like three years. (laughs) It's not hard. (laughs) I can go to school for three years. I went to school for 20 years. I can go to school for three. So maybe we'll talk about that after. But so you do, you do a lot. You do a lot. So, okay. So you started your own with the testing, which is fascinating. And then you also do this. Um, How do you do that and like not combust? 
Um, well, I have a really, like you said, I have a really good schedule and, and, you know, uh, my, my daughter is on an amazing sleep schedule since she's been like four months old. Um, yeah. so like right about eight o'clock, she just kind of shuts down. <laughs> oh, we love that. <laughs> it's really great. It's like, even if we're out, like, she's just like, <laughs> I can't tell you how many boots I fell asleep in as a child. Exactly. There's like so many. I think that's where I took most of my naps. It was like boots in a restaurant because I was tired. <laughs> oh, that like, is fascinating. So, so part of the work that you do, right, is working with moms so you can like time block and make time for yourself. Like, so you essentially run two businesses. Yeah. I can imagine you're very busy and you have a child. Yeah. So again, you're very busy. Obviously what you're doing works because you seem stable. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> You works. seem happy. Um, I, you know, now that I say that, so one, I want to get into like how you got here and the systems that you teach and like what it took for you to be like, oh shit, I really need systems. Mm-hmm. Um, but something I noticed as well, and, and I, um, my brain just stopped working. Why would it do this? Something I, sorry, something I bet you noticed too, we're back, um, is that when people are overwhelmed, when women are overwhelmed, like men tend to get angry when they're overwhelmed, but I find that women tend to get like scattered and sad. And I don't know if that's something that like you see too, but like there's this overwhelming, it's like if, if like you're a light, right? I think of people as like lights, essentially, when we're really in our zone, we're in our integrity, when we're like living a good life, people are so light and they like radiate that. But it's like when you're overwhelmed and you're not taking care of yourself and you're not even on the list of things you take care of, which like for most moms, they're not. And for most women, they're not. And it's like compounded when you're a mom. It's like way worse. It's like someone throws a wet blanket on you and like the light is there, but it's under all this weight. Yes. And then through this work, it's like we start pulling that blanket off and pulling that blanket off. And they're just like, oh, my God, I didn't even realize how heavy the things were that I was carrying. And I wonder if you see that, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of moms. Well, mom guilt is huge. Oh, my God. That's the first thing, because like you say, the, the we're socialized to believe that we live for our children. Mm -hmm. When that literally is the opposite, you know, like we cannot, they cannot live without us. Right. They need us. So we need to really be mindful of how much, Mm -hmm. how well we take care of ourselves. Yeah. Um, But, but like you said, the, the, the whole socialization is that we give up ourselves is that we, we, we become martyrs to the, to the system. And like you said, that's really what I noticed. That's why I see the sadness is that it's it's almost like we, we grieve the person we used to be. You're so good. And so, you know, and so that, that's what happens a lot of the times we, we see it and we, 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 we want to be a a piece of that person, but we're like, is, is that okay? Is that allowed? Can I, can I still be a mom? You know, especially, you know, the moms that, that, that want to look attractive, Mm -hmm. right? Am I allowed to still be sexy? Yeah. If I, if I have a child, am I allowed to still even think about being sexy? Like, is that, is that allowed? Yeah. I think (laughs) like damned if you do and damned if you don't, right? If you don't go to the gym, 
if you gotta hate the phrase let let yourself go like i want that. that phrase to burn in hell yeah so like if you don't prioritize your aesthetic health maybe is the way mm-hmm. we'll go with that mm-hmm. you are belittled and you're shamed i mean like mm-hmm. the trend of like dad bod notice there's no mom bod trend no 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 the dad bod is sexy oh yeah they're mannequins now have you seen it they're no in, oh yeah they're they're mannequins in stores that are dad bod shaped that are pretty much like half pregnant men Bods. But women had to fight so hard to, oh, that makes me so angry. Like, yay, bigger, bigger male bodies, like getting representation. We love that. But like, what the fuck? So, and if you take time to go to the gym, you're selfish and you're trying to capture your youth and how dare you take time away from your children and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't on all fronts. Go to work. Don't go to work. Stay home. Don't stay home. Like, Absolutely. It's like, oh, I'll give you a break so you can go grocery shopping. And it's like, that's not a break. Not at all. <laughs> that's not, not a break. And it makes me so sad because it's just, it, it is sad. You're right. And they do grieve the life that they could have had and the life that they're not having. And it, I feel like for a lot of women and it's not really talked about, it feels like a prison. Absolutely. And I wish women talked about it more. Because I, I also strongly believe that a lot of women have children that they don't really want to have. And then they're literally trapped. Yeah. The expectation. In a life they don't want. Yeah. And then you and I see the end of it where we have these kids who grow up to be adults who had parents that never wanted to be parents. Yeah. Or who had parents who didn't have the resources or the support to be fully present parents, which also happens all the time. Yeah. And so much of that comes from saying, hey, not just you, but me too. Does that mean like, but but what I, but I also, what I always want to point out to people is that when we see celebrities, you know, Mm -hmm. hiring six nannies for, for their newborn, (laughs) you know, and, 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 and still traveling the world, Mm -hmm. not taking any time off tour or anything, we are not critical of them mm. we are not we're all like oh that's so cool that's so cute that's, that's so oh yeah that's so great <laughs> wonderful yes cardi b Queen. was like cardi b was like oh i can't wait to have lipo after i have my child you know to get my body back in shape yeah and again oh yeah that's that's great you know be yeah. the woman you want to be, be but then a, a regular woman like you mm-hmm. or i talk about oh i want a nanny or i would like some mm-hmm. help or some assistance and we're like why why do right. you need help? Right. And I'm like, well, why do you want to go back to work? Why do you yeah. want to continue doing the thing that you've been doing for the last 20 years? <laughs> what do you mean you're not going to just quit? You're not giving up your life? <laughs> like, And it's so strange yeah. to me that like, you know, there, there, are these, there are these double standards that they talk about. What's something that's impressive if you're rich, but look down upon <laughs> if you're poor? You know, it's the it's the same sort of thing here yep. that, that it's like, you know, yeah, it's so impressive if you can maintain a family and keep working and all of that, you know, when you're when you're, you know, Beyonce, you know, right. when 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 Jay-Z had to literally pay her, you know, to take the time off to have a baby because it was going to yeah. interrupt her career. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. That's wonderful. But if I say hold up brother like i'm gonna be losing some money here right if i take the time off to have a baby i'm selfish you're a gold digger 
I'm yeah. a gold digger. Yes. Like, yeah. it, it, I, it's, uh, so again, it's just, it, again, like you said, we have to get through so much conditioning, yeah. so much socialization and, and, and get to the point where we have to really feel free to not only express the real feelings that we have sometimes about our kids and yeah. about ourselves, but then also to be like, I come first. Yeah. Like, I mean, my parents already know, like, I mean, my daughter, it, I don't live for my daughter. Like I, yeah. I love her. She's awesome. Yeah. But you know, you know, I might, I might put her in, in regular school, while I'm here, but you know, the virtual thing is looking real attractive to me because I yeah. want to travel the world. That's what yeah. I want to do. Why not? I'm not willing to sit down for 10, 15 years and wait for you right. to finish school. Like that's, that's not a part of my plan. <laughs> <laughs> you just come and win. Yes. I love that point that you make because one, kids with parents who take care of their own needs and obviously their child's needs. Now there's a spectrum to that, right? There's parents right. who are like, I don't give a damn what you need. I'm, I'm super selfish. I'm out. I'm everything <laughs> I want. That, 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 that. Like, no, no hard no. pass. And then there's parents on the other end of the spectrum who are like, I have no needs and I'm a martyr. And it's like, both are extremely unhelpful and damaging, but there is a nice happy middle. Yes. Which like one of the reasons I don't have kids is because I know I would not be in the middle. I would be like, my life belongs to you. And I'm just like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Like, yeah. I know I would be like that. I'd be like, I have to stay home and stare at you all day long. And yeah. I'm obsessed with you. And I never leave anywhere without you. Like, I already know how I would be. So I'm just like, no, thanks. I have um, a farm and I stay home with them. Like, I don't travel the world because I have a farm. Yes. But I can get someone to babysit the farm much easier than I can get someone to babysit the child. And I would have to take the child. I'm not taking like my donkey. I'm not like, no. hey, come to Peru with me, donkey. Although they'd probably be like, hell yeah, we love this. Right. <laughs> New grass. This is my best life ever. But I had a point to that. So there is a happy middle where like your kid is taken care of and they are happy and they have their needs met and they have some of their wants met and where you are happy and your needs are met and your wants are met. And it's like, if we get it right, and it sounds like this is the system that you work with moms to build, if we get it right, you can have both. And then both of you are so much more fulfilled. Yeah. And neither, it's like, it's like the difference between compromising and collaborating, right? Like in a compromise, one person loses, but in a collaboration, both people win. In a, in a compromise, I feel like both lose just a little. Like that's the, they always say in a, if, a, if it's an effective compromise, neither person's happy. Right? Yeah. Why can't we just collaborate? I want us both to win. Like it's a win. Exactly. And my and daughter like, loves to travel, loves to travel because that's, that's, that's who I am. She's, you know, yeah. she's been traveling since she was, I think our first trip, she was eight weeks. And then, you know, like four months by the time her, by the time her passport got renewed at five years old, she had 20 stamps. In okay. Her your daughter is way cooler than I am. <laughs> so, like, like we're, we're out, you know? And Imagine so like, traveling with such a little one, like what is, where have you guys gone? Like, what is that like? So again, I always traveled, like literally always. My my parents moved from Barbados, where I was born, to Jamaica when I was two years old. I was going to ask if you immigrated to the U.S. Yes, and so like, and so I I grew up in Jamaica, you know, for about nine years, and then I came to Florida, 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and so just moving around has always kind of yeah. been a part of me. Side note, um, Caribbeans are the most, like, I don't listen. If you're not Caribbean, you can die mad about this statement. Caribbeans are the funnest people. My family's Cuban. So my mom mm-hmm. is like, like white girl from Illinois, but my dad is Cuban and like Caribbeans. I'm just like, oh my God, let me hang out with Caribbean people 24 seven. They're great fun. <laughs> so fun. They're so fun. And I'm just like, give me all the Caribbeans. And they're so like, okay, this is a total tangent, but I want to talk about it for a second because I think it matters, right? The parenting style is extremely different. And I feel like because Caribbeans and most, um, I don't want to say foreigners, like most other countries, like they're so much more chill and then (laughs) they're happier because they're not so fucking uptight. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. bro, like you'll be fine. You'll just be fine. So I find that is very true about Caribbeans. They're like, life is fine. It's good. Whatever. And I'm just like, <laughs> I want to like bathe in that energy. <laughs> a total aside. But we were we were talking about traveling with a baby, which I think a lot of people want to do and don't know how. So Oh, it's um, it's very easy. Um, so what I would I would always suggest to people, um, keep them on the same schedule. So, mm. like, for instance, um, we went to Portugal um, when she was, like, maybe, like, two or something. Um, and, you, you know, if you if you don't know, I mean, like, first off, we, we came from Florida to Newark. So it was, like, a, a two-hour flight that way. Mm-hmm. And then going to Portugal, it was overnight. Yeah. And so um, I ensured that, you know, she was ready for bed. Um, yeah. when, when we got on the plane mm-hmm. and she did sleep the majority of the, I think it was like a 16 hour flight. So again, she doesn't sleep 16 hours. That's not, right. that's not because then also, um, so she slept about, she slept the majority, I'd say probably about 12. Yeah. Um, and so that part was actually very easy because by the time she got up, we did our normal things that, that we would do in the morning. You know, I would walk her to the little bathroom, we brush her little teeth, you know, all of that good stuff. Um, but the most important thing, and I say this for all infants and toddlers, if you're, you're traveling with infants and toddlers, feed them on descent. Oh, so, you know, you hear the, the, the pilot come on and say, Hey, we're starting our initial descent into whatever. Yeah start feeding them. So if what? they're bottle fed, if they're breastfed, if they take little snacks, feed them on descent. It helps with the ear popping. Oh, cause they're chewing. Exactly. Oh, oh, you are clever. And, and no one will ever complain about your screaming <laughs> baby. Okay. <laughs> because they're too busy stuffing their face. <laughs> And by the time they're done, they're sleep drunk, you know, milk drunk, <laughs> and they fall asleep. And so th- that takes care of all of those pressure changes wow. completely. So regardless of wh- how old your little one is, feed them on descent. I've never heard that, but that makes total sense. It works every time. It works every time. So I used to, like I said, when she was bottle fed, you yeah. know, I, I gave her a bottle when, when we started descent, when, when she started to take those little, like, like, uh, yogurts or, or applesauce in those little yeah. tubes, I'd, I'd give her one of those on descent, uh, you know, right now, like I said, she's six. So, you know, we have crackers or, yeah. or gummy bears or really 
anything and yeah it works every time has that helped with her like i know a lot of kids go through like a picky eater stage has it like exposing her to so many like foods and cultures and things like that like has that helped her just like eat whatever (laughs) she she eats what i tell her um that's kind of how that works um (laughs) like you said the, the 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 parenting styles yeah of of caribbean folks are very you know, very you eat, you eat, eater, <laughs> yeah, eater starve. You know, <laughs> well, I give, I give, I give some choices um, sure. you know, within within a, a certain parameters, but you know, it it really is very much. And she will tell you things like, "Oh, I I I, I like this. I've had it before." She's never had it before. <laughs> <laughs> or she'll be like, oh, I don't like this. I don't know what, you know, and she eats it. She ate it. Right. Yesterday. She eats it regularly. Right. Like, you know, so I, yeah, I, just, just ignore her. Like, like what <laughs> if you just, just, just ignore her. Just, 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 yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> That's funny. So, I mean, like, I know the things that she will eat. I know the things that, yeah, you know, yeah. But, um, um, she's not very picky. Um, she prefers. Well, she, she's going to be hungry. So. <laughs> yeah, she prefers home cooked food to fast food. Yeah. Um, I think that just has more to do with like it being soft and easy mm-hmm. to you know because you know like when you're changing out teeth, it's 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 not oh, it's yeah. not easy um, yeah. to like bite into into mm-hmm. hard things and stuff like that. So I think that's really more where she's at with all of that. Um, she's a lazy eater. You know, she's, she's like mean? she likes porridge, mashed potatoes. You know, stuff that'll just dissolve. Like she doesn't have to chew or do much work. So funny. So, like I, I said, I don't, know, I don't know her, but I love her. Yeah, she likes soup. You know, she <laughs> likes. <laughs> she's like whatever. Just put it in a bowl and mash. Yeah, exactly. Like she's like you know, you can mash it and mix it up. Then yeah, That's I'm gonna. So I'm good at that. <laughs> Did you want to be a mom? Is this your your first kid? Like, had you wanted to be a mom for a while? Mm, I did not want to be a mother. And here you are. No, I did not. Um, You don't have to go super deep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, 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 I loved. I loved the 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 freedom. I of Mm. because I I had her at thirty one. Yeah. So I wasn't really. Like I said, I wasn't really going for that, um, <laughs> but I also was too old to be like, you know, I, fe- I feel like I was just too old to be like, I can't do it. You know, like, damn it, I'm I'm 31. Like, I can keep a person alive. <laughs> like, I, can, I think I can do it. I, I think I can do it. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, so every day, like you said, is a it, it it is a juggle between the old messages mm-hmm. of you 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 have to give up yourself, you have yeah. to give up everything to be a mom. When I'm like, but, right. but I did my whole life, like my yeah, she just got here, like I yeah, I'm still I'm still working on stuff, like <laughs> right, and still want to do stuff. Yeah, I like to find so a lot of my clients um, joke that I'm like a toddler. Because they'll say something, right? And I'm sure you run into this all the time when like beliefs get programmed and people just think they're gospel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but why? But why? 
And they're like, well, I can't do that. And I say, why? And they're like, well, you know, blah, 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 whatever reason. And I'm like, but why? The why? Doesn't make sense. But why? So when people are like, you have to give up your life. You can just be like, why? Yeah, no, actually, we we were living in Jamaica for the past two years. Um, Yeah. While running your practice in Florida? Yeah. Yeah, just like you I said, just because. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Okay. Like I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to live here anymore, and you know, and so I, I moved no to Jamaica, got myself a, a nice apartment overlooking the ocean, and I, I still have, by the way, but yeah, you know, I, I, we just got back like maybe two no. weeks ago. Um, and like I say, I'm just honestly, I'm really here thinking about like where's next, like you know. Yeah. I'm, I've got a project I'm working on between now and December. Yeah. And it's very possible that in January we're going to move to Mexico or Hell yeah. Fiji or wherever. Wherever. <laughs> wherever. That is so cool. So you were running your business remotely? Like, are you, do you have a team with yes. your psychologist? Okay. So you have like a team that, that works for you. Correct. How big is your team? How do you, okay, that's incredible. Like, how big is your team? Um, right now, it's 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 small. It's growing. It's regrowing. It used to be about twenty psychologists um, on my team. Uh, right now, we have about seven. Um, like I said, we're 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 re revamping, um, and they're throughout the nation because I can hire in any state independent contractors. I just find the contracts from various sources that need the services, and then I. Uh, provide the the practitioners for these various offices and services. So I I do like I say only testing. So we do for wow. division of vocational rehab in Florida, in Tennessee, in Wyoming, um, and wow. then we also have some uh, government contract winners um, in uh, California, Nevada, New Mexico um, that I provide wow. their subcontractors. Um, and yeah, so, so they all, they, we have a whole, a whole system. Timeify is my, is my go-to. I would actually give them a shout out. Um, it's a, it's a software that, that lists and, and manages all of my, my, my contractors. Um, I have a, bananas. I have a virtual assistant that's in the Philippines that's been working with me for the past five years that I've never met. And I send, I send her a a Christmas present every year because she's, Amazing. Life-changing. Life-changing. <laughs> yeah. Holy so, cow. Like, that's, that's how I do it. And then most of the coaching stuff and the e-courses are on the website, on the shop site. So those are, yeah. are automated. You know, they can sell themselves. God bless the internet, bro. <laughs> so you, just, you got, so you and I perhaps are similar. So I, well, you're doing it to a like way cooler level. <laughs> we'll be asking you questions. No. Um, so I, it doesn't take me, how do I explain this? When I do therapy, I make a good income, not working like full-time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the way the structure is set up. So I was like, I'm kind of bored. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? Reach more people. Yeah. I'm going to just do things like this podcast. I'm going to build courses. I'm going to do stuff like that. And I wonder like, is that how, how you decided, like, obviously you became a mom and you were like, holy shit, moms need help, which yes, 100% they do. Um, 
but that like that time freedom really allows you to build out the courses and to do the coaching. And it's cool because you get to have like this business that changes lives. And then you get to have this business that changes lives. And <laughs> both are like, it sounds like in such alignment for you and what you want to do. And I actually love that this conversation kind of gravitated here because I think a lot of people think that's not possible. Yeah. And you're like literally living proof that like you can actually do what you want to do. You just have to structure it appropriately. You have to prioritize appropriately, but you're never going to be able to do what you want to do if you're not even on the list of people you don't take care of. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Love, love. Like that's, that's huge. Like, like you said, the first thing is to really realize that you need to be at the top of that list. Like, you know, before, you know, I always, I would always feed my daughter before I feed myself, Mm -hmm. but I plan my meal first. Oh. Right. Because when I'm, when I'm done feeding her, I can't go out and get my thing. Right. Right, right. Because she's down now. She's. Yeah. I plan my meal first. What do I feel like eating? Yeah. And I'll go and I'll get that and I'll make sure it's there. And then I'll set her up. Like I mm-hmm. said, I'll feed her first. Yeah. But I plan me first. And that's how I really want Ooh. for mom to think it in that way. That it's not that we're we're taking care of everyone else first. We're planning or preparing to take care of ourselves first. Oh, I love that. I love that. And then if, if shit goes wrong, if things get off track, like you still have at least things set up and systems in place. Ooh. So how do you take a woman? Um, how do you take women through that? So they like start to work with you and they're like, Oh my God, Candace, you are my person. Like, yes, let's work together. What is that journey? Like, so a lot of the times, I mean, first off, they like I said, they come to me wanting to to create this time for themselves. They yeah. come to me wanting to prioritize themselves. How do I do this? How do I get over the mom guilt? Yeah. Um, that's huge. Um, I have a whole series of like uh there worse moms than you <laughs> that I share with, oh, with, with our moms all the time. Yeah, and I mean it'll true. be it'll be really obvious things though. Like, you know, um uh eagles. Eagle babe, eagles like for their child to be, you know, the strongest. They want to yeah. show that their child is the the strongest, the best in the nest, all of yeah. that. So they make their children fight to the death. Oh my God. It's like the Hunger Games, but. Right? Damn. <laughs> so now, like, like, let's, let's think about that. Like, you want your kids to be the best. Are, 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 are you going about it this <laughs> way? <I'm a> fear. <laughs> <laughs> no. Then you're good. You're Birds good. Are brutal. I'll <laughs> tell you, like, we have, we have chickens. And if there is anything wrong with a baby check, check a baby, baby chick. <laughs> The mom just like literally pecks its brains out. Yeah. And they're just like, now nah, you're going to die. And I'm like, oh my yeah, God. right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I've that's just so like, so really when, when we start to kind of program and again, that that's a part of the reprogramming, right? Yeah. Where it's like, look, man, you're doing good. Okay? You're better than eagles. 
<laughs> like your kids alive? Yes. Right. Your kids fed? Yes. Your kids yeah. clean? Yes. Your right. kids healthy? Yes. Okay, we're okay. done here. Yeah. <laughs> standards. You're here trying to work on yourself. Okay, you're literally doing better than a lot of people. A lot of folks. Oh my okay. God. A lot fight. of kids fight to the death. So, like I say, I start a lot of sessions that way. You see, That's exactly. And so from there, and I have a whole series of them. So, you know, That's like we'll hilarious. come in and we'll talk about, all right, so, you know, how's and uh, cleaning, like keeping the house mm. clean. Yeah. That is like the bane of every woman's existence. <laughs> yeah. And every and couple fights. Exactly. And so, you know, I, I encourage a few things. One, you know, can we engage the children in the cleanup? Yeah. Right? Because again, if they get something out of it, mm -hmm. you know, i.e. a happy mom, yeah. i.e. a preferred activity, sure. i.e. any, you know what I'm saying? All whatever. of these different whatever, yeah. then they're more inclined to and buy in. do it, right? They're like, oh, my kid can't do it. I'm like, your kid can pick something up and put it in a basket. Yeah. You just, you just don't want to train it. Exactly. And again, mm -hmm. making the systems so that yeah. they can accomplish this task, right? Because of course, they're not going to be able to color code their toys or put them in order of size or whatever mm -hmm. it is that you had it in, in, you know, your OCD moment, <laughs> you know, but if we go out and we buy six of the same size little, you know, uh, fabric tubs yeah, and, whatever. You know, like, and the kid just and you go and you just fling everything right. in guess what right. at the end of it it's still clean <laughs> it's still put away it's still you put away a lot of I don't mean this word to sound negative but like do you work with a lot of moms who are like real neurotic or very like uptight and they're like it doesn't work because it has to be this 100% perfect parameter and you're like um, but what if we get 70% and they're like oh freedom oh yeah oh yeah I like it, one of my favorite statements is good enough is good enough. Oh, like, I tell everyone to half ass everything. I'm like, we only whole ass so many things. Right. Ass everything else. Like good enough, that's what it means. It right, means right. it's good enough. <laughs> but did you die? No? Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I love that. So it sounds like you give women not only systems that they can like fill in and make their own, which I think is the best form of coaching. Like if you're giving people answers, you're not a coach. Yeah. That's not, it. not okay. Stop doing that. Um, so I love that you're not doing that because then I would have been like, I have to get on this call. <laughs> Shoving breadsticks in my purse. Like I have to leave. Um, <laughs> but you also give them permission to like not be perfect. And yeah. it's okay. Like at the end of the day, is your kid still alive? Well, great. Everything else is figure outable. Everything else is I'm like, if you're not dead, everything else is figure outable. And if you're dead, well, now you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Seriously. Nice. <laughs> it's fine. We don't have any problems. So is your kid still alive at the end of the day? Everything else is figure outable. Yeah. It's okay. And we can figure it out in ways that make it better for both of us. Like I've been watching all of these things about kids that are homeschooled. And, you know, nowadays, the, the idea of homeschool is so different. You have world school. Oh, my you God. Have, yeah. I mean, like, I, I my daughter, my daughter can tell you all about Jamaica. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, she can tell you, you know, the rivers, the mountains, the, the different fruits, That's the cute. plants, the vegetables, yeah. you know, all of that. And I'm sitting here like, 
you know, I just watched another family, uh, again, uh, an African-American family that moved to Playa, Playa del Carmen in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, these kids are getting to see things that they would never get to see, that they're only reading yeah. about in books. Right. You know, the Dia de los Muertos, when that comes out, that's like the coolest freaking day in the yeah. world down there. Like, I mean, like, I would love for my daughter to get to see some of those things. I get to see Carnival in Rio or get to see the, the, the expo in Dubai or, or, or get to see, I mean, like I can, I could literally just go on and on and on. Right. There's an endless amount of things to experience and you get to, if you get the systems right, if you plan appropriately. And I, I find that a lot of people really struggle to plan because they don't really know how to problem solve. So they're like, okay, I want to do this thing, but then they're like, I don't know how to get there. And then it feels too overwhelming and they give up. So I think having a coach who, well, has been there, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But someone who, again, teaches you how to think, okay, what's the first step you take? Well, I would do this. Amazing. What's the next step? Well, I would do this. Amazing. And eventually you have a plan and you've taught them to think. Yes. Yes. So and how like you say, to create, not only to create, but how to maintain the systems mm. that work. Yes. Right. 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 We want people dependent on us. Like yeah. that is so disempowering. And I have, I have a friend of mine who we were talking about therapy and this is one of the hills that I will die on as a therapist is like the entire job of a coach or a therapist is to get you to fire them. Yes. That's the job. Yes. And she was like, I was seeing my therapist four times a week. And I was like, girl, that was my face. And I was like, (laughs) I said, were you actively suicidal? And she's like, no. And I was like, what the hell? And I said, listen, I've had super actively suicidal clients where I'm like, please don't die between now and the next session. Like, uh, (laughs) seriously worried about it. And I was like, the most I ever, ever saw them was two times a week. Yeah. And I'm like, that is not okay. And she's like, yeah, I really didn't think it was okay. So she ended up not working with them anymore. Thank God. But I was like, okay, that's not the point. That's not the point. Like we want you to fire us when the time is right. And we want you to not need us again. Like, because there's always going to be people who need this too. Like there's an endless stream of moms who are struggling and they don't have to. Yeah. They don't have to. And they just need education and systems. And it's like, boom, here you are. And you get to do it while traveling the world. Like, goals. Oh, my God. You are so cool. Like, <laughs> oh my God, no. I want to be as cool as you. Literally, I'm not joking. Literally not joking. Either. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be still for about six months. Well, not really, because I'm still, gonna, I still have some more traveling. Like, I, we're still traveling. <laughs> like, never mind. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind. I'm not doing that. That sounds terrible. I don't wanna. <laughs> Am I gonna let? I just imagine you're a little like five year old in a backpack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I swear, when she, when she used to be able to strap onto my right. chest, that's exactly like, how she was. I just own backpack and. That's so funny. She's amazing. I used to I used to take her on a um, I get a little <laughs> a little scooter, you know, when oh we go to like just ride a little scooter along <laughs> with her strapped to my chest, her face in the wind. <laughs> did she have little baby goggles? Because she I did. I, would, oh I did. <laughs> she died. She just loved it. She loved it. She still she still does. She's die. I need you to do a business as well, like travel blogging. 
we're we're working on it actually we're working on single mom travel specifically i, I think our first trip you. is going to be to costa rica so we are working on it yeah yeah we're oh working God, on i'm obsessed with you <laughs> we're working you, like you think i'm playing you like literally have the life i want you travel all the time you have this dope team changing lives you're doing this work that's changing lives like ma'am i am going to stalk you <laughs> <laughs> How do I be you? Everyone is like, oh my God, Amanda's fangirling. Yes, I am. <laughs> you literally are. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. When we get off this call, well, I'm check out my website. That's the first thing. Yeah, I'm going to just ask, I'm going to send you an email with like a million questions and be like, how do you do this? Yeah. It's going to be great. DrCandisDrummond.com. Oh Easy. Love it. So, how do people find you if they're as obsessed with you as I am, which like they should be? I mean, that's the easiest way is through my website, drcandisdrummond.com. Um, on there, you can contact me. There's a contact us form, of course. Then you can find out all about me. Um, you can find out about Avid Intellectual, which is the psychological testing. You can get, um, you can see which insurances we take, because I think we take about five or six different insurances now. You can schedule virtual testing. So I showed the different purposes that we do testing for emotional support animals immigration uh disability um lots of different needs that people um need or even just second opinion or uh diagnostic yeah. clarification um wow. then the momscapades which is my coaching brand um there you'll find actually um our beauty and nutrition uh stuff so you'll find Face, face serums, uh, face masks, body bombs, body scrubs, uh, like all kinds of like self-care items, hair, mud, hair, you know, stuff like all kinds of really cool items and a personalized mm -hmm. travel booking site, Momscapades Travel. Um, you'll find there. So you'll see all of our hot deals and travel deals. And then coming up, like I say, I'm going to be um, advertising in the next couple of weeks, our spring break trips that are for single moms. So we're going to be having two uh, spring break trips for, for, for moms that will be in, I believe, like I said, Costa Rica uh, next year. And then um, also literally obsessed with you. Like, <laughs> then there's the shop site as well. That's got like daily affirmations, the mommy me time course, um, how to stop insomnia, get yourself good sleep. Like all of those things that are really important for self-care. Um, so all that is on my website. And then you can also contact me, just put in your name, email and join my newsletter mailing list. So yours literally so cool <laughs> literally <laughs> i don't even know what to do i'm okay y'all listen go 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 exist in her orbit <laughs> i would love it i would love it it's Just it's, it's needed yeah you do so much like i'm a big fan of like putting people in your orbit especially thank god for the internet who like do what you want to do, right? Like we become who we exchange the most energy with. So yep. if yep. you're exchanging energy with people who you're like, their life is so dope. Guess what? Your life is going to be more dope. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. You Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was no, beautiful. My thank you so much for having me. Literally inspiring. Thank you. So inspiring. I just want to be you. <laughs> I just want to be you. Like, I love being me. I want to be like me with like very cool aspects of 
you. Of you. <laughs> I got that's you. Right. That's just Sprinkle what I a little you. Well, right. Like, like Salt Bay. I need like Salt Bay to sprinkle some of that like travel and some of the like totally badass business. Like, yeah. oh, I'm like, I can't even, my brain is like swirling right now. I can't even think. But CandiceGrumman.com is where they find you. Dr. What's your like Instagram handle? Dr. Candice Drummond. Oh, Dr. Candice Drummond. Doctor. Yes. Now every appointment is a doctor's appointment. Can't forget it. <laughs> we got my PhD. We doing it. Well, um, Facebook. I'm also Dr. Candice Drummond. Instagram also Dr. Candice Drummond. So it's consistent. We love yes. it. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much. You are a gem. My pleasure. Thank I you, know. Amanda. Thank you so much.